0: Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by CAP Show, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow Show for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 150 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and Brandon is with me today. We're talking about where the heck has he been these past few weeks after we just said he was back, and you might have noticed he wasn't back after he was back. So what happened there? That's what we're going to talk about. This guy cheated death, he taunted death, and he won. Uh, Had a lot of support from friends, and we're going to talk about some of the insights that came from that experience while he was recovering in a hospital and uh, what he's been up to since he left that hospital. And obviously, we're back. We're back in the saddle again. We're going to record a few more episodes. And um, you know we, we we got Brandon to full health. So with that said, sit back and relax unless you're driving. In that case, keep your head on a swivel and stay safe as we go into episode 150 of Beyond the Rut. Here we go. Welcome back, Brandon. I'm glad that the country of Crete has released you from imprisonment. Yes. Freed at last. Appreciate that bail. (laughs) There we go. Uh, it was pretty low, like 20 bucks to get
1: you out of prison in Crete. Uh, If you're going to get arrested, get arrested in a country that's basically bankrupt. And, you know, they'll take basically
0: anything. I I apologize that, you know, the staff of Beyond the Rut debated for like two weeks. on whether or not to wire the $20 over. There you you yeah. know, you got fees and stuff. I mean, so. You got to have unanimous vote or or it's not going to happen in this That's team. True. You know that. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> it's good to be back. <laughs> now, the disclaimer, I suppose, is uh Brandon really was not in a prison or a dungeon in the country of Crete. Although we would like you to think that Crete is much more dangerous than they really are. Yeah, uh, we don't know why. It's just.
1: Why it's not? It's a theory we have. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if we can make you paranoid, we at least influenced something in your life. Get out of the rut Wait. of conspiracy theories, people. Come on. Yeah, go all out. The world's flat. Call them Own out. It. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, second disclaimer, we really have nothing against Crete. We love you guys. Um, we're, we're planning to go there yeah, someday, someday on an all
1: expense paid trip that somebody would, wants to
0: fly us over there. We would love to meet your president. I'm just kidding. Do they have one? I, 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 don't, know. I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to Google it after this episode recording, though. <laughs> Check out the show notes
1: to see uh, a picture of the president of Crete or the lack of one. We, we don't
0: really know. Oh, and if there isn't one, we're going to run for president. Who knows?
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: All right. got to move over there, establish citizenship.
1: Boom. We can do it.
0: So if you follow along our show, you, you may have noticed like in, in August, Brennan and I had an episode about him coming out of hiatus. He took a couple of months off during the summer. And then uh we were like, yeah, we're back in the saddle. We're doing this. And then just very quietly, Brandon wasn't in like the next three episodes. And I said nothing about it other than, you know, we <laughs> drop a little hints during the interview. Like, hey, you can't wait for Brandon to get back. Yep. We need him back. And, and that's it. <laughs> Told you nothing. So. Um here to tell us about what happened and how he cheated death is Brandon Cunningham himself. Brandon, glad that you're alive. And also never actually spent time in a prison in Crete. There you go. I, I tell you what, it it is
1: good to be back. It it is funny how when we rolled into August, uh we just said, okay, we've got all these plans. We had all these interviews set up, our calendar was set, we knew exactly what we were going to do. And uh we we did record in August at the beginning of August, but on uh about sometime in the middle of june july i i run a lot triathlete i, I do a lot of races i i try to stay pretty fit i've I, put myself in a pretty good place in the last couple of years uh, but i was starting to get a little pain in my shoulder and so i went to the doctor and the doctor sent me to a cardiologist and the cardiologist pretty much blew me off and said you know it's a muscle problem don't worry about it but we'll do a stress test just to make everybody happy and they did the stress test and they found out that i had 90 percent blockage in one of my uh, veins so they wanted to do a uh, catheter a stent put a stent in and <laughs> The funny thing is they go to do the, uh, the schedule the cath and, and my blood pressure dropped really low one day and I went into the ER and, uh, the doctor's like, okay, we got to figure out what's going on now. And they all start panicking. And, you know, if you ever get the opportunity to go into an ER and have heart problems, everybody pays attention to you when you have heart problems. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of fun because they move really fast and, and then it's scary because they move really fast and there's a lot of machines and everything else. But they finally get me in there and taken care of. They do the cat. They find out they got to do bypass surgery. So, you know, and I'm 48 years old. I'm in the best shape of my life. And I finally am at a, a weight and a, a health kind of fitness that I'm happy with. And I'm having heart yeah. trouble. <laughs> so I get to go and have a bypass. And uh that was, I think, August 28th, I think, 24th, something like that. It was 27th that yeah. I had the actual bypass, but then that Saturday we were supposed to record. We yeah, had three, three interviews and everything set up. So me being very delusional and everything, I said, Jerry, just come up to the hospital. We'll record and everything else. This was prior to doing the bypass. Yeah. And then Once they did the <laughs> bypass, I was pretty much worthless. So. Uh, I've and spent the funny the last
0: thing was, I was willing to bring that gear <laughs> exactly. in, like I was going to get it sterilized, and we you know, were going to set up. <laughs> yeah, we were going to set up shop and record in a hospital, and you know, you'd probably hear code red and code blue and code something in the background, and uh, we would yep. just keep going. We did not have much
1: support for that. Renee was not in, no. in favor of it at all. Uh, but I said, hey, we can set up a little studio here. We block the door; nobody can interrupt us for you know thirty, forty five minutes. We can pull this off. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Nobody agreed as usual, so I didn't get to do any of that, but you did a great job, uh, talking to some just amazing people that you've heard in the last couple of weeks, uh, with Dan Cockrell. Yeah. Who was just a great interview. Dan, uh, just had some great insight into his career at Disney, and that was just a whole lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Mary was just phenomenal. Some of the things that, uh, you got to share with her was, that was just a really good episode. Yeah. And the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm thinking, I should have been there. I was supposed to be there. But I'm glad I'm okay. I, I got, you know, a clean bill of health. And one of my friends who's not a doctor, disclaimer, uh, said it took me 48 years to get that one 90% clogged up. So I got at least another 48 on this one.
0: I can eat yeah. whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was the funny thing that two things went through my head. The, the first one being, you know, cause my mom is from Thailand, stereotypical Asian mother. When you said that you had 90% blockage in your heart, immediately my mom's voice was in the back of my head judging you. Like, only 90%? Where's the other 10? That needs a to be 100. Like, having no context of what that percentage really meant. Like, my mom would totally be disappointed in you that you, you only got 90% blockage when you could have so gone a full 100. Yeah, so uh, I, I didn't tell my mom about the situation because she would have judged you. Uh, but the other thing was I noticed everybody – who's a friend of yours was pretty much concerned about their own diets at that point. <laughs> exactly. I mean, how many times did you get asked like, what kind of foods have you been eating anyway? And like, yep. but you run, you're fit. Like, well, how did it happen? Like, yep. uh, you know, does that mean I shouldn't even bother getting fit? And then you just, <laughs> you straight up told them the, the truth. And that was,
1: yep. it, it's a lot of hereditary. Yeah. You know, your
0: cholesterol is even the
1: number, you know, some people say, well, it should be below 200 well yours could be 180 and that's too high for you mine uh-huh. could be 220 and that's fine for me it depends on your family history and a million other factors yeah. 200 is just kind of this magic number the government or somebody threw out to make make it sound good but you you being overweight smoking drinking eating and not taking care of yourself is obviously a contributing yeah, factor those are
0: risk factors but
1: if your dad granddad or other male members of your family have had heart issues you're at a much higher chance of having heart issues yeah now if your mom and other people on your mom's side have heart issues that's a problem too you should check that out but it's much much higher for men who have fathers grandfathers uncles and every one of my uncles have had a heart attack and everyone my dad did my grandfather did (laughs) Yeah, yeah they all had heart issues so a lot of that was just uh hereditary it just it works out that way. Yeah. The The benefit that I had was I didn't have a heart attack. They found it before I had a heart attack. Because when you have a heart attack, that damages the muscle. So mm-hmm. when the muscle's damaged, now you've got to heal whatever the surgeon did and whatever damage the heart attack did. Yeah. So your recovery is a lot longer and
0: slower and everything else. When it's a heart attack. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you were uh, – I mean, you just like were ahead of schedule of everything. Because I remember when right. Renee had shared with us the – the prognosis and what was going on. It was like you're going to spend a week in the the ICU. You were going to spend a <laughs> couple of weeks uh, in in a regular med surge unit, and then you'd spend about three to four weeks at home. Like you, you were going to be out for a couple of months. It sounded like, yep. and you were out of ICU I think in two days. Right, and out of the hospital. The day you were supposed to actually come out of ICU and go to a med surgery unit was the day they discharged you from the hospital. The next uh, day. Yeah. Actually. yeah, Because like, they yeah, did it late one night. But yeah. And then you're like walking up and down your street. I'm like, <laughs> this dude had like a robot inside his chest, messing with blood vessels in his heart. And he's up and moving like within a week or just after a week of that. And I'm like, that is – that is modern medicine and that is oh, also wow. just a testament to you your your determination to get back on your feet and get moving again right um, what analogy can we um convey for those who are like in a rut and maybe felt like they've been knocked down for some for some other kind of uh curveball that life has given them
1: well i think For me, that was the really big thing is because you and I had a plan. You know, we had a schedule and and I had things that I wanted to do just personally. We just gotten you
0: back on the schedule.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just just gotten back and everything was kind of rolling right along. We're expanding at our church. There's a million things going on that I'd take in the summer in order to do all of these things in the fall. And so for me, it was, it was just a real gut check to say, okay, I've gotten in the best health of my life. I, I do eat about 90% of what I eat is pretty good. Yeah. And, and I try to do the things I'm supposed to do. And I still got sick. You know, I still had an issue, but. It made me rethink what's important too. Do I want to spend time doing things that don't matter? Mm-hmm. But also how many other lives am I not pouring into that I should? Yeah. You know, cause we all say this I my, actually my 30 uh, year class reunion is this weekend and I couldn't go cause I can't really travel yet. But, uh, I, I realized there's things that you're never going to get to do again because of this if you don't start doing them now don't wait till someday and a lot of my friends like you were saying because at one point there were a bunch of guys around me in the uh getting ready to go into surgery and and i was thinking most everybody's around the same age as me and eats and and kind of behaves the same way and we were all talking about we all should get checked out you know go ahead and go get that stress test just for the fun of it it is a really easy test to get on a treadmill they hook some stuff up to you it doesn't take very long but I highly recommend people do that kind of thing. But then more than that, and and we've talked about this a million times on the show, don't stay in that rut thinking someday I'm going to get a chance to do some stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you never know when one Thursday afternoon you're driving to the emergency room and 10 days later you get to come home. So you know, yeah. <laughs> do those kind of things now. Don't just sit in that rut forever.
0: Yeah, a lot of people wait until – that sudden moment that just gives them a the wake up call. And I think that what's neat about you is that was not the wake up call for you. You know, even, right. even when you decided to take that two month break, that wasn't even the wake up call. The wake up call for you happened years ago when you said, I want to start this podcast. I want to inspire right. people to, you know, live out their God given dream. And there's too many of us trading that in for the sense of security of a paycheck and benefits and a 401k. And what if we weren't meant to do that? What if we were meant to make an impact? Like, those are important things. Like, you do have to provide for your family. You have to provide for yourself. There probably is a quality of life that you want to, to appreciate and enjoy. However, were you really meant to trade in that, that thing you've got on your heart for those things?
1: Like, no pun intended.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The thing on your heart. Well played, gets sir. Well played. And, uh, I mean, you had your wake up call back then and right. I, I remember, When I got that notification, you were going to the hospital to the ER. I was like, "Uh, um, now a little side note. I also decided I was just going to stop encouraging you because uh, (laughs) I remember telling uh, Renee like, "Ah, oh, no, it was before that even happened when you found out the news that you had (laughs) 90% blockage and you were kind of concerned. I was like, you know, if it was a really big deal. You'd be in the hospital right now going through recovery, <laughs> and the, we'd be having this conversation at your bedside while you're in recovery or about to go into surgery. He's like, yeah, good point. And I was like, okay, cool. And then like two <laughs> days later, your wife's texting like, hey, Brandon's in the ER. He was having some chest pain. I was like, son of a gun. <laughs> and then uh, then I, I came by uh, – Wait, well, no, no. A um, couple of our friends came by, I took pictures of you, and sent it to me, and, and I was like, oh, he still has his shorts on? Yeah. Um, see, not a big deal because – if it was an emergency, they'd cut those clothes off right away. So they have full (laughs) access. And then sure enough, um, yeah, (laughs) you had everything stripped down. I was like, son of a gun. And, uh, I was like, you know what? At least they haven't scheduled surgery yet, and they're like, "Hey, he's going into surgery in a couple of days." I'm like, "That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I am not encouraging you anymore because apparently I'm doing it wrong." And that's Uh, what I blocked you on my phone. I said, "You know, I'm not talking to Jerry anymore." That's where Renee became the liaison there, the messenger. Uh, Man, I start getting messages from Steve and Scott as well. Updates. I'm like, "Yeah, they they cut me off from Brandon." (laughs) Just too many jinxes.
1: It's really good too because when you're in that situation, uh, you know, you're in a hospital room and it's not comfortable, and you're bored, and you're you. You know, you don't feel good, especially the weekend before the surgery. I was still in the hospital. They kept me there. I felt okay, but I couldn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And a lot of you came by and and saw me and and, and we hung out and stuff. But it hit me that if you don't build those relationships – you're not going to have that support team around you. Yeah. Because I've literally gotten, you know, text and emails and phone calls and visits from people and little cards and 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 food brought by, just tons of stuff. Overwhelming how blessed we are. But Renee and I were both saying if you don't pour into other people and build those relationships, you don't have those people around you when you need them. Yeah. Now that requires you to be around them when they need you, but We've got to build those kind of connections. And what I love about this podcast and just – the way we've been able to meet people and and some of the relationships that we built is we still get to hear from some of them. You know, we just heard from Sarah McDaniel the other day in an oh, email, yeah. and she's just got some you know enormous things coming. And it's
0: killing me, we can't share
1: any of it right now too. <laughs> I would totally announce it right now, but <laughs> I I don't want to you know make her mad. But she's just got some huge things going on, and we just hear these kind of things, and and it brings us just so much joy because we know. We didn't, we didn't, you know, do anything really special in mm-hmm. Sarah's life other than just encourage her and, and to kind of come along with her. Yeah. And that's what people need. You need to go along with other people. And I think sometimes we listen to either a podcast or maybe somebody we admire and whatever field that we're, we're in. And we think, I want to be like them. Yeah. Don't be like them. Be with them. Go, yeah. go be with them. Go start a friendship, a relationship. And, and walk alongside them because we have zero to do with what physically is happening in Sarah's life, but we get to go along with her because we built that relationship. She shares little tidbits and that kind of thing. And, and we get to watch her grow. Yeah. And for me, that's just awesome. I mean, that's why we do this because we get to go, we got a front row seat to those kind of things, but we have to build those relationships in order to do that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: I I love so far we've talked about um, the importance of doing what is most important for you. So don't wait for that, that sudden, you know, chest pain to show up, that stay in the hospital, the importance of building those relationships. Uh, and before I got on my tangent about, you know, why I stopped encouraging you, uh, the other thing I was pointing out, uh, this kind of goes back to, you know, recognizing what's most important was that I found myself really looking at what Beyond the Rut needed that we've been telling ourselves for years, we got to do this to improve this, to increase our reach to do this. And, you know, we would just like talk about it and kind of kick back and, you know, talk about it again a year later. And like we were falling in our own podcasting rut in a way. Yep. And so while you were out, uh, I was in a, I uh, still am in a writing group for, for church. And, uh, you know, one of the folks in that group coaches bloggers who are women so uh women entrepreneurs bloggers coaches who are and, bloggers and yeah co- <laughs> coaches bloggers who uh, are looking to monetize and so on and and just out of the blue just decide she's going to share what she does uh at a cost for free with this, this group of like eight people right and you know so she took a look at our site looked at our most recent episodes uh even blog posts and uh re- like if she could take a red pen to her monitor. That's basically what she did. Uh, but yeah, like a week's time really made me understand after all these years of blogging and podcasting, I finally understood SEO (laughs) when it comes to writing for a blog, writing for our show notes. And so now for the last uh, six or seven episodes, I've written, um, the show notes and titled the podcast based off those lessons. And we've been seeing a lot more traction that way. Uh turns out back in October, uh, if your uh, website doesn't have SSL or, you know, s- some kind of security level, uh, certificate, Google kind of penalizes you. And we've just been operating almost a year without knowing that. Right. And I was like, what? And so I, you're in recovery and I feel bad. And I was <laughs> like, Hey, I need you to buy this $75 thing. <laughs> and you're like, why? I'm like, cause apparently we're not showing up on Google searches because of <laughs> it. And uh, if we want to monetize and all that, we, we got to have it. And you're like, okay. I was like, yep. Dude's got to pay medical bills. And I just made him pay <laughs> 75 bucks for a, a certificate. I was like, I can take care of it. You're like, no, I got it. It's cool. And then you paid for it. And like right away, I was like, well, okay. Cool. <laughs> and, uh, and then right away we had like a big spike in our downloads, like just like that. I was like, the only thing different was you paid 75 bucks. And of course now I've got this whole of the beef with the industry of the internet. Yeah. Like really like that was, that was just like a gateway thing. Like. Anyway,
1: And what's great about that story, and the reason we share it is because we want you to know that we're not doing everything right. You know, we're making mistakes on a daily basis, sometimes minute by minute we're making mistakes. But we get into other relationships with this group or another group or, you know, an online group, somebody that's doing what you want to do and learn from them. And, and sometimes it's as simple as, oh, if you just do this one thing that unlocks this gate that lets everybody know you even exist. And if you've been a, you know, a listener for any amount of time, especially a long period of time, you know, we don't do this for the money, we obviously don't make any money off of it, we do this because we love to share in other people's successes, we love to see them make their own path and get out of their own ruts but we also like to just do that for ourselves we Mm. like to see ourselves evolve and say how can we take that next step i don't have to be an expert today but i can get around people that know what i need to know and then keep building on that kind of thing and for me this was a a, not something i would have done i certainly didn't intend to stay home and watch everything on netflix and (laughs) prime and hulu and stars i appreciate all of those apps now more than anything else but It gave me a chance to really sit down and think about what I'm doing on a daily basis or a weekly basis to put myself in a place to be successful. Because sometimes we say, you know, I still don't have the knowledge of this or I still don't have what I want or I'm still not, you know, in the relationship I want or the work I want or whatever it is. What are you doing to put yourself in that? Because you wouldn't have learned that if you hadn't gone to the group. Oh, yeah. The the information was there. It was available, but you had never accessed the group. So that's how you found out. Now, maybe you would have learned it online or a YouTube video or something someday. But if you don't build relate and that's life relationship, 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 you've got to get around other people. Yeah.
0: Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use CapShow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. Now, what were some of the specific things that you identified to, to focus on after going through just this most recent uh Crisis.
1: Crisis. Yeah. That's what I, I told somebody the other day that sat by me, I said, I don't know if you want to sit by me and catch my heart disease. Like, I don't know if it's contagious, but uh, not I'm not a works. doctor either, but you know. <laughs> I've seen World War Z. That thing spread quick. (laughs) Exactly. It's funny because I've actually been asked that question a couple of times is, you know, because when you, when you go through this, you obviously have your physical issues and, you know, but there's, there's doctors and there's medicine and there's therapy and I'm, I'm doing all of that stuff. There are, you know, 20 people that are helping me get physically back. But what do you do with the mental part of it? Mm-hmm. And and a good friend of mine, Scott, the other day, he came and and uh for lack of a better phrase, he babysat me one day because Renee had to go to work for a little bit and uh he just made sure I didn't leave the house or do anything. And I felt like an eight year old because you know. <laughs> but uh he asked me, he goes, Well, how are you doing mentally? You yeah. know, I know somebody's measuring all the physical part of it. But how are you doing mentally? Oh wow, and for me, it was such a good question. but one I'd kind of uh, looked at before that was, what am I doing with my mind to allow myself to heal? Yeah because with all the the medicine and the and the physical therapy and all the other things that are going on, am I engaging my mind and believing that that's possible and and so what I wanted to do moving forward was to just every day. And I'm not the most, uh, negative person in the world anyway. I'm, I'm pretty positive, but am I putting myself in a mindset every day to take whatever it is that's being given to me? Yeah. To take advantage of the fact that I can walk, that I didn't take, have a heart attack, that I do have insurance, that I do have rehab. I do have friends that can carry me places, not physically carry me, but give me a ride somewhere. And, <laughs> and, and I just started driving this week. So, you know, if, if, am i putting myself mentally in that position and so as i was thinking through beyond the rut and and just everything else that's going on in my life am i am i putting myself psychologically in a place to be at an advantage yeah because as as you were talking about with that group if and we had talked about well i'll probably go by that group someday and i think that was maybe 2 days before i went into the hospital but yeah <laughs> <I> <laughs>
0: actually thought- you'd gotten out Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt even worse when they were like, and, Oh, this is just for the church. I'm like, ah. and I thought, well.
1: If I'm going to be blessed, if I'm going to be at an advantage, be business, financial, physical, whatever it is, am I putting myself in a place to get there? And going to a group helps that. you know. And if you're recovering from alcohol or drugs or something, and you're not in some sort of group, some sort of AA or recovery, celebrate recovery, something, you're not putting yourself in a position to succeed, to Mm -hmm. overcome that. And if you're financially having all kinds of problems, but you're not around people that could help you financially. You're not putting yourself in that position. So you've got to do that mental work before any of the physical stuff actually takes yeah. place. So that was kind of my focus coming out of it. Where's my mind at focused on where I want to be?
0: Yeah. And we had those two episodes on the happiness advantage that really focused on the importance of that mindset being uh, one positive and two that you believe that you can actually do what it is you're setting out to do because otherwise you're you're not going to accomplish any of the stuff that you want to do because you already believe you can't. Right. So you won't. And we, we talk about this, you know, and you know this
1: growing up because you think the reason you didn't tell me that you could do that is because I never ask. Yeah. It takes somebody taking that first step. It's like, I really need to borrow, you know, a shovel. Well, it turns out you have 10 shovels and I have none. i I'm suffering not having one because I just didn't ask you. Yeah. Well, why would you offer if, if I didn't ask,
0: didn't know you needed it, and yeah.
1: most of the time we have to put ourselves in a position, and in those relationships, be somewhere where you can say, you know, I really wished I could get to, you know, San Antonio tomorrow, but I just I don't have the money, and my car doesn't work, and but I I've got an opportunity up there I'd yeah. love to get to, and and the chances of somebody being able to say, well, you know what, I'm going to San Antonio tomorrow, I can give you a ride, no big deal, I can, it's free, yeah, let's go. But you're never going to be there if you don't build that relationship to have that conversation.
0: Yeah. That's a great uh, reference back to episode 148 with Mary Shores, too, the, yep. the power of words. Um, but you're also tying in the importance of relationship with Dan Cockrell talked about <laughs> in 147. I love these references, and I can actually remember them. Uh, and in any case, yeah, you know the power of words that you speak into yourself. And you've said <laughs> it a number of times that the way you speak to you – uh, you would punch somebody in the face if they spoke right. to you the same way. And yet somehow we, we get away with that, that negative self-talk. And then uh Mary took it up another notch that maybe we're not so vicious towards ourselves. However, we cancel out our dreams. I want to be a writer, but I don't know how right. oh, I, I want to take my family on this trip to San Antonio, but I don't know how we're going to get there. And it's that, but mm-hmm. and whatever comes afterwards, cancels out uh so what you got to do is recognize that that is there that barrier is there however you know what is it you know the shift in the mindset says that that barrier isn't permanent now that i've identified it what do i do to tackle that and that's kind of what you're talking about like you know realize the things you have already to work with Uh, and i think there's a biblical story where that that guy named moses he's like (laughs) I kind uh, of my yeah, You know, he's like, he's got a, apparently a stutter issue and he's yep. supposed to go speak to, to Pharaoh and God's like, well, you got a brother who can talk, tell him what to say and he'll say it. Yep. And you know, where, where am I going to do this? And he's like, yeah, stick in your hand. Use it. Yep. And It's just like, everything was like already in place and that carries over into the real world. I mean, there are things that, yeah, you, you had to go through surgery. Yes. You're going through recovery. And then at the same time, yes, I'm still able to walk. I have the insurance and the, the the means to pay for this. I'm very blessed. I'm very fortunate. Uh, now, what do I do with that blessing right. uh, to make the world a better place? And that's just really great. Uh, are there any final words that you want to leave uh, our listeners with before we sign off on this episode? I
1: think just exactly what you said is, you know, what we say to ourselves matter. What other people say to us, who are you letting speak into your life? Maybe you have parents that say, you know, well, you could never be an entrepreneur. You know, you could never write a book. You could never, you know, make it in the NFL or whatever it is that you want to do. Don't let people speak into your life and and not listen to the truth that's really inside of you. If you believe you can do it, then you need to start working towards it. And sometimes failure is the actual next step. It's it's not the end. It's just the next step. Because as we walked into, you know, August, we had a plan and and everything in place. And and me going in and having a bypass, that was, you know, a bit of a pause. It was a bit of a detour in what we had planned, but it didn't stop anything it just said okay now we got to refocus it so don't let either the world or yourself speak into you in a bad way you know make sure you got positive things coming into your head
0: all right that's very well said now uh, as we're wrapping up and uh, closing out this episode i, I just want to give you a heads up you're going to hear brandon come back for a couple episodes and then you're going to hear him not be back for about three more two to three more and that's because uh We're not planning him to be sick or anything. It's just that uh, our next recording session, uh, he did an awesome thing as a husband (laughs) and arranged for him and his wife to go see a show called Wicked and they've got to go see it it's not here in corpus because i mean it's corpus so uh he's going out of town with the missus and they're going to enjoy a nice night together and a great show and i'm I'm going to be jealous uh but i promised that i was going to go ahead and carry on the torch get those three uh interviews taken care of and then he'll be back in our next recording session which will be in november so you'll you'll hear him back he is coming back, guys. So <laughs> when when you hear the next absence of Brandon, um, I mean, you can still write us at info <laughs> at com because we, we just want to hear from you. You can tweet to us at Beyond the Rut. You could um, join us on Facebook. We got a Facebook uh, page called Beyond the Rut. And uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. We got a couple of folks like uh, Deanna Hevelin. Uh She gets on there and chats with us. Sarah McDaniel mm-hmm. gets on there and chats with us. Um, man, there's a third. Uh, Sean McCoy You remember him from like March, I think he was in one of our recent episodes this year. And uh, so he gets on there and he chimes in and and chats with us too. So um, we got folks who engage with us. Jamie Rodriguez gets on there and, and, and chats it up, likes a bunch of our stuff. And we just would love to be able to engage more of you and share stories of yours. And so that's a good place to go. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, You can find the show notes for this episode most likely at beyondtherut.com slash 150 because that's the episodes coming after the next one, which is 149. So it makes sense. That's how math works. Yeah. And then we're going to backlink a couple of episodes we referenced in this uh, show and any other resources Brandon might have for you. And the, the best way you can support our show is to share it with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or even that neighbor across the street because you're looking for an excuse to talk to that person, right? Use us. And, uh, you know, this tactic seemed to work for a while. If you see that your uh, family, friend, loved one, what have you, coworker left their phone unsecured and on the table, you could do them a favor and just subscribe to our show for them. Now, That's just a suggestion. You don't have to do that. And uh, if you get sued, uh, we're, of course, going to change our names and leave the country. Uh, I'll Probably hide out in the country of Crete because apparently... (laughs) There you go. There you go, because nobody messes with Crete. So take that. Uh, In any case, we're glad you joined us this week. And uh, we hope that you join us again next week on another episode of Beyond the Rut. Until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. So we are recording. One, two, three, four. Now I got the Gloria Estefan song it's, in my head. You ever, uh, there
1: there used to be a band, I, can't, I think it might have been Nirvana, I can't remember, but they'd be like, one, two, three, four. It was do, like two do. seconds between when they stopped counting and they actually did anything. And uh, I never really understood
0: that. Huh yeah because usually it's like one two three four yeah and you're right in uh well i guess i had some discipline on their part i don't know <laughs> i think they were just screwing with everybody yeah all right if you're ready to rock let's do this here we go in three two one you know the best thing i love about cap show is that they have one of the best communities ever as a cap show v and